all the biggest companies have perfected the ways that you can buy their product online. And guess what? It's not unique to them. You can be an e-commerce giant yourself. Hello, I'm John Reynolds, owner of Serenity Digital. I am Chris Bauer, director of uh, brand and content development for Serenity Digital. And this is the, uh, the Serenity Digital podcast. This is why marketing explained. And today we explain e-commerce strategies. E-commerce can mean a lot of things to people, John, but really at the root, you selling something to somebody else online. They go buy. And it can be as simple as like an Etsy store where you sell some bracelets that you braided in your basement. And then you can get giant robust like delivery and all the things, dude. It's quite a big world, but I think if you have a physical product to sell, you think you're missing the boat by not offering an option for people to buy online? Absolutely, especially in this day and age. I mean, like with the the way in which the big 300-pound gorilla in the room, Amazon, has like come down and made it easy. It's the easy button to buy online. People have that expectation built in. Mm. And it's it's a hard expectation to kind of come to sometimes for business owners, right? Yeah. Well, I think if you're selling something physical, right? Yeah. Even if you're, and we'll talk about this because the first part is getting your e-commerce webs. We're going to talk about plugins and all that type of stuff. But even if, if, if the majority of your business isn't online, we're jumping into the model train subject early. Easter egg. Even if I don't sell the majority of my model trains online, I like to sell them in my model train store. I have to have a component on the website that gives people the option. Like I'm, I as the customer may not drive out to the model train store unless I'm sure they've got like the type of train I'm looking for or the Mm -hmm. model I'm looking for. Like that's a component of e-commerce, like being able to display what you have and they have the option to buy it. And I mean, why don't we jump in? So people have a website and they sell stuff and they can create an e-commerce solution or have an e-commerce solution created for their website like right now and today. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's just another component of putting more information on your site. And a lot of times it's easier than you think to display what you have for sale online through an e-commerce solution, um, through the website. But then also I think even if you're not going to turn it on and start selling right away, it's something you should do regardless if you sell something like it needs to be organized that way because people have not just the expectation but they're used to clicking around and looking at a product or getting more information if you you know you know the process you know the customer journey of kind of clicking and looking at stuff online and if you don't have that on your site regardless if you're going to turn it on or not i think it's a it's a disservice to your website if you don't have something like that on on your site because yeah from many different standpoints, but mostly the customer journey st- side, people like to see what you have. They want to look at your wares. They want to see, you know, what makes it different or makes it awesome or has some sort of component to it that's, you know, really great or wants a better picture or wants to zoom in on like that one model train car that they can't find anywhere, even on eBay when they're looking, right? Yeah. Like if you have it, you want to flaunt it the right way. And a lot of yeah. times it's easier than you think to do that. Well, let's talk about some solutions. And I know what we do, but so I think it falls into three categories. And I'm I'm, spit, I'm shooting from the hip on this one. Hmm. You can either A, 
you can use a plugin on your WordPress website that we would love. Like you build a commerce thing into your existing website or you design your website and you build an e-commerce section into it. Mm-hmm. Or you can build on an e-commerce platform like a Shopify or something like that. Or three, you have like an external – you're on – uh, Etsy, like the, it's it's only e-commerce, and you have like you set up a virtual stall in their store. Hmm. Is that overgeneralizing? What do you think? Like you own the store, someone builds the store for you, or you just kind of have a kiosk in somebody else's store. Yeah, Again, no, no, I, I just made that, up. that I don't know if that's the right way to look at it. No, that's the oversimplification, but I think that that is a good way to look at it, especially from you know how are you going to present this on your site? Either going to do it yourself. You're going to use some sort of uh, in-between or you're going to use somebody else's platform that people are used to going. And like, I mean, look, on Amazon, you can sell and resell on there as like a thing. So why not why not use that the first time if that's how you're going to if, if you're going to you know dip your toe into the system because people are used to going to Amazon or Etsy, like you said. Yeah. If you have something that's made that you that you painstakingly carved out of, you know, metal to make a mini model train out of, and it's like, it's the only one in the world because you're the only one that made it. Like Etsy's a great place to find your buyer easily. You don't have to worry about any of the other stuff, like trying to code it or create it or change your website in a drastic way to kind of make it happen. Although it's not that drastic if you do it the right way. Well, I think there's advantages of each. You, you hit the nail on the head with like an Etsy type of situation. Like, you know, if you're building crafts, there's already a built-in audience, and mm-hmm. Etsy's got a lot of tools on it that will allow you to publicize or get your stuff out there and kind of work it. And then the mm-hmm. middle one would be like your Shopify's, like your turnkey things, and those are easier because you just turn them on. You know, the downside of both of those is you have very little control. You know, your customization options and your targeting options are limited by like Etsy or by like whatever platform you're on. You know, you're you're playing in somebody else's sandbox in both. In both scenarios. And then the third would be you lighting up your own e-commerce using a plugin for your website. And then you have full control over it, which is a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing if you're into it and you want to make something custom or make something awesome. Or maybe you're just doing something small. You know, it's also challenging because you have to do some of this stuff yourself that may be automatically done if you were using like an uh, like a like an Etsy, like Etsy yeah. would do it automatically. And, and if you plug it in yourself, like you're having, you're doing it yourself. You're having your, your person that works in your store, do it yourself. You're having John and I do it for you, like that type of thing. Well, and then also too, like these platforms like Etsy, or, you know, if you, if you go through the process of being a reseller on Amazon or something like that, the benefit is not only the audience, but then it's built in, like they have a plan that has worked for hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, they just kind of fit you into that box and then you immediately become a part of that sort of marketing plan. Whether or not there's any actual marketing dollars behind it, you are now on the site and it's something that can be featured and it's all coded appropriately. All you had to do was throw in a description and some photos and all the other things that it asks from you. But they charge you for that, too. Right. They don't charge you on the front end. In Etsy's case, like they will take it out of your sale. Same with, you know, Amazon, they'll take it out of your sale, but it's easy if that's what you're dipping your toe into. Once you start getting a couple sales under your belt and you're ready to step into the wide world of, you know, e-commerce and controlling it yourself and customization and all that, you do something where you build it yourself or you have a plug in. And then all of a sudden it becomes yours and you're able to 
control the costs a little bit more. And that's where you're able to kind of like you can take the knowledge from these other platforms and use it to your benefit if you start selling a little bit more volume. Sure. Well, um, you know, there's a lot to think about. This is almost one of those things I think people, you know, we are huge encouragers of DIY, like do it yourself. Go try it yourself. Yeah. But I'm just looking at the list of notes here. They talk about your optimizing your e-commerce website, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look at these. Like, like you know, clear product descriptions, high-quality images, and user-generated content like reviews. That's all super important, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, exploring strategies for UX and navigation. You know, you, this is the, the customer journey. Like, some of these concepts are a little more difficult for, I think, you know, like a, a person who sells model trains on their website you know, let's talk about customer journey and this type of thing. Like, I think we get it. If you set up the store right and it gives a good product description and you've got a great image and, you know, hopefully you've got your reviews plugged in there and that that works. But, like, John, let's talk about how we get them from, like, I'm looking for model trains to that entry of the model train on there. There's a customer journey there that that, that I know you really like taking a look at. Like, I, it's, it's, we talked about it a lot the last couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it's – it's something that I think is so easy to overlook sometimes, especially when you're in deep on it, like you created your site or you built, you know, the path in which you want somebody to kind of go. A lot of times people don't go back and then, you know, look at what is the what's the experience somebody has? How many pages are you opening up? How many different times are you filling out information? Does a pop-up look right on the site when you kind of go through on the desktop, on the mobile, on, you know, on a tablet even, right? Like even though 10% of people or less are going to be looking at a tablet, are those 10% of people that could be buying something on your on your e-commerce site? And if it's broken, you know, you could have the best product in the world with maybe the easiest checkout in the world where it's one button, but then like it jumps to the wrong page or something. I mean, yeah. it's just, you, we've seen it all. <laughs> and like a lot it's, of times people don't look for those things after they've kind of built it. You always have to be optimizing and looking at, is it easy to see the photos? Can I, is it a 360 little drag and drop so I can see the bottom and the sides? Or is it just one photo? Or is it blurry? Or does the description not actually tell you what it is so that, you know, the bots don't understand and they don't show you what the product is when mm. you're searching it? So many different things. It's tough because some of it's super game breaking. Like I want to buy something and I go and there's no picture of it. And immediately mm-hmm. I question like the authenticity of the website. And like, I'm not going <laughs> to buy something. You can't put a picture up there. I'm not going to give you my credit card information. But yeah. yeah, like the problems can be a little bit more hard to define and hard to find. Like if I'm in the cart and I hit the back, back button on my browser, where does that go? Do I mm-hmm. stay in the cart? Do I go back to the store? Does it take me back to the front page? Like these are all things in that in that user experience, that UX experience that we try and look at. Like, is it going to behave in the way that one, we can optimize people actually buying your stuff? And two, is it going to behave in the way that they want or that we mm-hmm. want? You know, and that's that's really tricky. I mean, even for really expensive websites and solutions like does this menu drop down does it take you where i expect if i put something in my cart here and i click on this menu is going to keep this like the connection it's a lot of different paths that people can take and i think it's important to examine like where it is from like i'm shopping to i've purchased like streamlining that so there's no 
there's no goofy because every time mm-hmm. there's goofy, that's one person that's probably going to leave. You know, that's Absolutely. another abandoned cart sitting in your in your in your queue. And is there an opportunity for something even at the beginning first stages of awareness? Like maybe you sell a whole bunch of different model trains and one's called the Calhoun, you know, connection or something. And somebody types it into the search bar because you have hundreds of little model trains that you've made. And then they're like connection is misspelled and they can't see the Calhoun connection, which you have a hundred different versions of on the site, but it just doesn't show. Like there's all sorts of things that people do wrong and they're just people who are spending money or little goldfish sometimes. It's like they lose interest and then they go to where they either know something is going to be or they assume something is going to be. And then they just do like they just hop. And that's part of that optimization of the e-commerce website. Like at every stage, it could be just a little better and you got to be looking at it, you know? Well, and do we haven't even really discussed the SEO portion of it? Like people mm-hmm. finding that net, like the Kowloon, I assume that's a train brand for somebody that brings up model trains all the time. I really don't know a whole lot about trains, <laughs> but like, you know, do you have a description of the Calhoun train? How are people that are interested in Calhoun trains even getting to your website to know that you have a model train to do it? Like there's mm-hmm. all these levels of it. So sometimes it's, it's more than like, I turned on my e-commerce thing. I stuck the product up there. You can buy it mm-hmm. because there's all these front end things they can go with it, you know, from from streamlining the, the shopping cart experience to making sure that you could actually sell it to like actually selling it. Like there's all these tick boxes in these steps, you know, and we haven't even really breached on like, like, you know, on the back end. Like, do you have a physical inventory in your store? Do you mm-hmm. have five trains? Does it does it does your website talk to your POS, your point of sale system, your inventory system? If I sell a train in the store, does it come off the website? Like there's a lot. And sometimes it's why it's important to talk to maybe an agency and have like a real conversation of like what I want to sell. How do I want to do it? How do we get this all together? Because there's a lot of like break points in there. Oh, tons, hundreds, hundreds of break points. But on the other side and all those weird motivators on LinkedIn say the best money is the money that you make while you're sleeping, right? Like, <laughs> but this is an opportunity to do that. Like your physical store can be only open so many hours and can mm-hmm. only, you know, help so many people that are here. And by having an effective e-commerce solution on your website, you're opening that door where people can shop from anywhere, 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. You know, like you have extended your opportunity to be more successful dramatically. So it certainly is is worth it don't you think i mean yeah yeah i mean something. it oh sorry i don't mean to trample no, on no, it. Please, I, please. I i i think that the the excitement of having something that you can sell online 24 7 to people who are searching for it you know what i mean there's always opportunity and this is this is you know something i'm gonna i'm gonna just absorb myself through time which is if something is a problem, you change it to an opportunity because think mm-hmm. about it like this. If you're not thinking about it uh, from your perspective, say you do have the model train store and you're like, well, now if I have an e-commerce solution, it can be a bunch of problems. Think of all the other store owners that are either not taking the chance to have an e-commerce store. They did, but they're not watching it. They're not looking at their customer journey. And one of the breakpoints is is broken. 
and how many people are out there trying to buy whatever that model train is. And yeah. if you are willing to take that step up and then all of a sudden just be a little bit better than what might somebody else might be, then you have a built-in customer base just searching the internet for what you have. And if you're able to, you know, send it off and 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 make a little money off the site, like that can be crazy exciting and then create a whole new revenue stream for your storefront. You know, I was just going to get into that. Monetizing your website. You know, we talk about a lot, of, and we're going to dip into the marketing of your e-commerce thing next. We, uh, you know, you do a lot of website work, a lot of SEO work, and you're like, you rank number one for model trains in, in Denver. And it's cool, but a lot of business owners, at the end of the day, they want to sell more model trains. They're mm-hmm. happy that John and our crack writing team at Serenity Digital have figured out how they're number one for like A-gauge trains, model trains. But at the end of the day, they want to sell it. Here's an opportunity for you to do it. And don't, you know, this is not just a retail thing. Maybe you have a brewery and you do special events. Why pay a third party to do ticketing when you can do it yourself? Or mm-hmm. people love merch, man. I you stop by a place. I was just in a brewery in Utah. It's a long story that'll be for another podcast. But like I didn't get a shirt while I was there because it was a bunch of kids, but I'm like, man, I wish I could get a shirt because I really like that. Can I buy merch from your website? Like there's mm-hmm. opportunity there for you to sell, you know, and even if you don't have like a physical product. So it's something that, I mean, dude, people should, if there's ever any opportunity for you to sell anything online, isn't that something that maybe people should set up the infrastructure for? So the option is always there. Yeah. I mean, set it up and then put together a plan, right? You talked about um, uh, an effective marketing plan for it. Mm. If once you build the road, that makes it easier for somebody to find what it is that you do and what you're selling, then put spurs to it, man. Then all of a sudden you have, you know, you're talking to us or you're talking to a trusted partner or you're just talking, you know, with a spouse or friends or whoever about how do I get my merch in, in front of somebody that is wanting to kind of take action. And then that's when you, things get even crazier. And yeah. if you put it if you put together an effective marketing plan for your for your e-commerce business and then it's easy and it's not broke, all of a sudden you are that guy that, you know, your phone is chinging at you saying, "Oh man, ching, somebody just bought something on the website." And then you're like, "Okay, now I got to fit in shipping model trains to my day. It's quite yeah. busy anyways." Well, so let's let's take that a step out cuz you know, it's great. There's a lot, if you have the availability to sell something on the internet, we have, there's a lot, it opens up your opportunities for marketing your product and getting it through there. Maybe mm-hmm. we should, like we talked about, I mean, we're clearly advocates. If you can sell something online, you should sell something online. We gave you the options with doing it. You know, we look at the, the strategy. So now you got your stuff online. You know, what are some ways that you can market that to get people to your store you know, directly, like, 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 like transactionally get them to the store to buy the trains. I mean, look, these built in tools that you can, that you can just add into your website to get you online and, and make it easy for your inventory to be sold. A lot of times are coded appropriately so that they can show up. So if you, if you're used to Googling something and then all of a sudden the Google shopping, you know, uh, inventory drops out and it shows the little photos of everything that you're that you're looking for. 
those are sites that are coded appropriately to show your products by themselves. So it's mm. like shopping SEO built right into your into your into your website. But then you can pay for it too. You can drop ads to make it so that it's conversion-based marketing for your items for people who are searching for something similar that you get the first, you know, cracked at. Yeah. You can also make sure that you have an effective uh an effective communication plan about what it is you do, why you stand out, and how great when that package arrives, it's going to be showing off your reviews and everything like that. Like there's real marketing plans for e-commerce that are tr- you know tried and true that help you to just sell more, you know, as you're going forward. Well, and you've got it even if you have a physical location. You know, there's a great opportunity. Didn't get everything you want? Make sure you shop our inventory online. Make sure you buy. Try before you buy. Like, there's all sorts of ways you can do it. It really does. I mean, it really does kind of open the world. And, you know, to the point, it provides you with a revenue stream, which monetizes your website, which is the whole purpose of us being here at the end of the day. If you want to desperately sell something and you just don't know where it's at or you're a little further down the road and you keep ending up you have a high percentage of abandoned carts in your e-commerce store and you want to talk to somebody about it uh serenity more than qualified to help you through these problems at any stage of your e-commerce game we would love to talk to you uh all of our contact info is up on the website john's cell phone number is there keep pounding that i just want them to call your cell phone uh digital by serenity.com and we'll catch up with you next week Shredded Digital Podcast, Piece of My Marketing, explained.